to Savvy, Booked, and Blessed, a podcast for bold female leaders making bold moves. I'm your host, Devin A. Thaxton, founder and CEO of Pro Savvy Strategic Performance Agency. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Let's get started. Welcome to Savvy, Booked, and Blessed, a podcast for bold female leaders making bold moves. I'm your host, Devin A. Thaxton, founder and CEO of Pro Savvy Strategic Performance Agency. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. So let's get started. Today, I am here with Leslie Urbus, a premium dietitian, personal trainer, and wellness coach with a difference. She takes her world-class knowledge, experience, and services mixes in a few emojis and a hot pink zest for life with a dash of margarita fun and delivers powerful results for her clients so they can achieve their weight, health, and fitness goals with joy and lifelong body-mind connections that empower every area of their lives. Hi, Leslie. Hi there. How's it going? Good, good. How are you? I'm good. I can't wait to hear about this margarita fun because that's my vibe. Definitely. Right. <laughs> well, I'm excited to chat with you. So tell us, tell us, I mean, I read a whole bunch of like, you know, stuff before, but tell us a little bit more about your company and what you do for people. Of course. Yeah. So as you stated, I'm a registered dietitian and a personal trainer, and I like to help people learn how to diet without the dye. Right. <laughs> Ultimately though, what I say is, is that, um, I'm here to help committed individuals who want to remove some weight, excess um, eating issues, get rid of disease-inducing patterns, and really live shame, guilt-free, free, fun-filled lives with the margarita glass in hand. Ultimately, I just want people to understand that it's not that piece of paper diet that comes forward that's going to change you. It's what works for you. We're, we're so ingrained to go and find some diet that's like, oh, I'll follow keto or I'll follow paleo, I'll follow Weight Watchers. We go to get something designed that was designed for the masses, right? When was the last time you decided like, oh, I'm just going to go to school and get this certificate because everybody else has one, right? That's kind of how we view dieting. Let's just try on all these different things and see which one fits. Diet should be catered to you. If you need pizza on Friday nights, have pizza on Friday nights. And you should still be able to lose weight and still be able to feel great and stay out of the doctor's office with health issues. And that's really what I try to do is help people find that they can live and still have a great body. Yeah, I love that. Take the dye out of dieting. Because sometimes, literally feels like I'm going to die. Right. <laughs> get my life together. And I think we all just want to freaking be happy, <laughs> which like, you know, comes with just good health, but it's also um, a tailored approach because everyone's body is different. And I like that you really focus on, on those areas. Um, doing a little research, kind of stalking your life. I <laughs> saw that you have just some information out there on how our genetics play a role into like physiology and biochemistry um, and exercise. So I'd love to hear just a little bit more about that. Yeah, of course. So, so everybody thinks like, okay, I, in order to you know get my results, I have to go to the gym and kill myself. You know, whether that kill yourself is like hours on the elliptical, which sounds sure. like death maybe to somebody, or right. take a hit class, right, mm -hmm. which could also sound like death, or do yoga, which could also sound like death to somebody sure. else, right? 
So we think we have to do these things to get the result. We think we have to, sugar's bad, remove sugar in order to get my result. So we take on these things that other people have said, but if it's not based on your genetic code, if it's not something that your predispositions for, you don't have to follow suit for that. You know, I was earlier today on a, a TV show here in Jacksonville, um, Florida, where I live, and we were discussing this exact point. You know, people go online and they read, oh, fish oil is good for my heart. Okay, mm-hmm. but if you don't have these heart conditions that that may lead you to this, you're spending money on a fish oil when you could retrain that into something that actually is going to be beneficial to you. Yeah. So genetics, you're, you're even just your like where you're at in your time of the month, if you're a woman, um, where you're at in your like cycle of, did you just start like, you know, early teens or are you in your twenties or thirties? Are you in childbearing? Are you in premenopause, perimenopause, menopause? Where are we? You know, all of those things kind of come into play for what you should be doing exercise wise, fitness wise, nutrition wise, um, as well as the diet history you have yourself. The more diets that you've been on in your past, the more you've potentially messed up your metabolism. And we have to reclaim that. If we don't reclaim that, you're going to be that, you know, little old lady that gets to eat like 300 calories a day <laughs> because you never had a metabolism or be, you know, four or 500 pounds, right? right. One way or the other, it could go. So, so yeah, that's really where that specific comes into. We think, you know, well, if it works for the masses, it should work for me. But ideally, you're so individual, you really need something that really, you know, speaks to your body. Sure, absolutely. So when you do this, do you um, just like have them do a blood panel or like a like sensitivity panel or something like that? Like, how do you kind of decide what's best for your clients? Yeah. So each person is a little bit individualized, um, depending on which level they go with me, the higher level, the more you work with me, the more testing and things we may do that can be blood work with your doctor. It can be a food sensitivity. It can be DNA testing because your DNA can actually help us decide what to do and what not to do. Um, it depends on which level you want to take it and how much you want to roll with it, you know? Um, and, and that's kind of based on where you're at. Some people are just like, let me get basic labs with my doctor and do some of these things with you and go from there. I can get a pretty clear picture without all that. As long as I can know your dieting history, your, um, your family history, your medical history, and then your goals and what you need to have achieved. So I can draw a pretty good picture with that, without the testing, but we can take it to higher levels. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, um, I personally have Hashimoto personally, and I have like severe ADHD and, you know, health throughout my family. It's always, you know, been interesting just being, you know, black in America and how that plays in and and being a woman and all of those super fun (laughs) things that play into surviving every day. Um, you know, and I've definitely tried personally all the things and, and one area that kind of worked for me (laughs) a little bit was keto, but even then it's still a, a mass option that's not always like individualized to the person. So what are some like outdated, I don't know, like industry diets or, you know, thoughts or something that you are just like, I just wish everyone knew to like say no to this specific thing, or it doesn't matter. It's not healthy. Yeah, that's, that's a great question. So I give, I give three options there. Number one being what you just said, kind of got results. Yeah. I want you to think about that. If you've done it before and you're like, oh, I got results with it, or I kind of got results with it. I'll try it again. It didn't work. 
nothing should kind of sort of get you results or get you results you lose. Mm -hmm. The best diet for you is the kind of diet that gets you results and you don't see a change. So people sometimes may come to my, you know, social media and be like, well, you've got all these recent pictures of yourself. Yes, I had a baby. I lost it. I had another baby. I lost it. Thus, I have recent pictures. If not, you'd be looking at pictures of me when I was back in high school because I weighed my heaviest at high school. And basically, if I haven't been pregnant, I've been lower than my high school weight my entire life. And I sit in between a couple of numbers like women do. Okay. So the first thing would be don't kind of sort of have that answer or don't go back to something that gave you results that then failed. Okay. This, the second thing that really, you know, speaks to me is, do you have to change your life? Meaning, okay, I'm going to go on this diet. I'm going to remove these food groups. I'm going to get my results because the more you have to change your life for a diet, the more it's going to come back and kick you in the butt right? You're going to be like, okay, eventually I'm okay with giving up bread. Like I could totally go to no carb. I could do the no carb diet and give up bread. I'm okay with that. Right. Like say that, but then could I give up rice? Could I give up pasta? Could I give up potatoes? If you're saying, well, for a period of time in your head, that's one thing. Mm -hmm. And then the third thing I would say that would make anything outdated is are you actually going to follow through and keep your word? Is this something that you're actually going to do or that you're kind of sort of going to do? And you know that going in, right? We know that going into a diet. I'm going to try it. We'll see what happens, right? Try it. We'll see what happens. That already right there gives your brain a cop out to be like, I'm not really going to do this, right? So, So those would be my top three things to let you know if it's outdated. But it may not be outdated in terms of like this diet is old, just outdated for the version of you. Sure. Yeah. The version of me does not like um, timelines I do in my business. I love it. I love putting other people on timelines. I like organizing timelines, but for myself, if you tell me something's going to be 30 days or 60 days or 90 days, I'm like, yeah, you can bump off with that because (laughs) I don't even know what's happening tomorrow. You want me to not do something for 60 days. That sounds exhausting. I'm already exhausted. I'm tired and I don't want to do it. (laughs) That's me. And I'm sure some (laughs) other people out there are like that. Um, And other people are just like competitive and they're like, yeah, let's do a new thing and let's, you know, but that is not, (laughs) that is not my makeup. So I just love hearing that, you know, you really do try and meet people where they're at and kind of customize with them. But it's also not only is it like a a physical journey, but it's a mental (laughs) journey as well. So what do you do um, or like, how do you assist you know, your clients when it comes to the mental battle that we also have um, with ourselves to, to reach our goals? It's a great question. So that's where we start. Yeah. Most diets come at you with the piece of paper, right? Mm-hmm. Most things are like, this is your calories, this is your macros, this is your do's and don'ts, right? We come at you with a list. That's not how you're ever going to succeed. How you're going to succeed is when we can figure out who are you right now? Who do you resonate as? Do you go to the mirror and you tell yourself you're a fat slob and unhappy and you're never going to get what you want and that you need to put on the happy face and that you just need to take the picture and play the part? You know, are you are you a woman that is, you know, speaking on stages, but you feel uncomfortable in half the clothes you wear, so you just mm. push it down in your body, you know? Are you a super awesome business owner, but at the end of the day, you still feel sluggish and tired and you don't have the energy and you're like, if I just had a little bit more energy, I'd be able to push a little bit further. Mm. That that has to be cleared. That has to I actually just did a live on this today. I was like, everything you do starts in the kitchen. 
Like if you feel like you're tired, so you don't push a little bit further in the business. If yeah. you feel tired, so you don't strive to get on that stage. If you have these results, it's literally because you've gotten to that point where you're allowing your diet to control your productivity and your results. So all of that is mental. And that's where we start. I don't start, people are like, they get a phone call one. Okay, what do I have to drop? What, what was my meal plan? What do I got to go to the grocery store and get? I'm like, nothing yet. You have to yeah. do this work. And they're yeah. like, what? Is this really a diet plan? You know, like, are you sure? Right? So. <laughs> right. Yeah, I would, I would also be one of those people. Because as much as I don't want to do it, I love a list. And I love a plan, <laughs> but as long as that plan is like not so far in the future, <laughs> I'm able to make somewhat yeah. decisions. Yeah. So yeah, I love that. So tell us, you know, recently maybe this year coming out of quarantine and the quarantine, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20, 40 pounds any of us might have put on over that time. Like how have how has it been? Um, kind of working with clients kind of coming out of, of quarantine and what is a, you know, success story, I guess, you know, from people yeah. who are kind of reaching out to you, like quarantine was hard, please help me and <laughs> how they're doing totally. now. Yeah, totally get it. So, so I think quarantine was potentially hard for a lot of people just in terms of like snacking had never been so evident and like, well, we can't go anywhere. So we might as well snack and drink, right? Like, what are we going to do on this yeah. night? Right. Other than maybe we could order something in. And like, especially if you lived alone, it was like, if I order something in, somebody comes to my door and I can be like, hi, even though you're like <laughs> six feet apart, you know, right. hey, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so it became a social way, right? Mm -hmm. Not to say that dining out wasn't social, but that was there. So, so I see a lot of people that have that and, and that are still struggling with that because because of the fear we were instilled of like, go outside, you could basically get this disease and die, you know? Mm -hmm. And because of that fear that we still have, you know, like, do you, do you brace it? Do you get that immunization? Do you not do that? Do you take your kids places? Do you, so all of this fear on top of it, because of fear, one way that we can control is through food, right? So when we're scared and we literally have no idea what to do, our body wants to go into complete control of something. And one of the biggest ways we can control is through food and food is emotional, right? We have tons of emotional ties to food. Food is emotional because you know, when we're having a birthday party, there's that amazing food. When we're having a bad day, maybe we were taught to go to some other type of food. When we were bored, we were taught to go to food, right? Sure. So because of all these emotional and social connections to food, with that fear, food and emotion took a new level in our bodies and in our, in our connection. So with COVID and with coming out of quarantine, we all developed this new pattern. And because the fear has not released, right? It's like, if you travel overseas and you get this, you're going to be stuck there for an additional two weeks, right? Mm -hmm. So there's still that fear. Like you can travel, but only so far you can do this, but only so sure. much, right? So right. we have these restrictions. So that fear is still looming, still has this connection. So when, when people come and they, you know, get on a call with me, sometimes they're not ready to do that because I'm going to need them to push through that fear that's still kind of looming there. Um, however, one of my favorite clients, they're, they're actually good friends of mine. I was pregnant during most of COVID, like when we were really restricted. I live in Florida. So, so by the time my son was born at the end of July of 2020, like most of our things had been lifted. We still had like limited seating at places, but you were able to go do everything that you wanted to do at the end. But during the hard times of COVID, it didn't really bother me. I was like, I'm pregnant. So like, <laughs> I can't do half of the things anyways. Right. right. 
this is just great for me because nobody can go out and has to stay in and hang out with me. So um, anyways, total side note. But um, so with that, two of my, my favorite clients, they gained 30 pounds during COVID, both of them. Mm-hmm. And at the end of COVID, they were like, we need to shed this weight because they wanted to get pregnant. Um, and in the, the three month period of time that we worked together, they both lost 20 And then two months after continuing to do everything, they both lost the additional 10 and then they did get pregnant, you know? So he's still maintaining. She's obviously gained what you do for pregnancy, but, (laughs) but yeah, I would say that was my favorite, you know, especially because they, they were just ready to break through those barriers and to not have weight control them. Yeah. Yeah. What got you on this journey? What had you decide I want to start this business and I want to help people in this way? Yeah. So I have always known I wanted to be a dietitian. I think I knew that from a very small age, Hmm. but I joined when I became a dietitian, I actually joined the United States Navy and I worked for the government the majority of my years until my, my daughter was born in 2018. I left shortly after that because it was too stressful with the distance I had to travel I worked for another company and partway through, I was like, man, this is, I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. And it started to show in my work, um, whether I was fired or I quit, whatever happened, happened. <laughs> sure. and so, right. I know, right. Slowly, I decided, why am I not doing this for myself? I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. Even when I could think back into college, like I was like, I'm going to run my own business, but I never <laughs> did it. And so I took the leap of faith being massively pregnant right before COVID actually hit, not knowing COVID was going to hit. And I'm like, okay, so we're doing this. I'm going to be pregnant with a kid at home now, starting a business and it's going to happen. And I never turned back because there are really people out there that deserve to be helped. Like you're committed. You're amazing at what you do business-wise. You're, you're literally leading hundreds of people, but there's this one piece of your life that's like, I just need my nutrition and fitness to come into play. And yeah. if I could get this, I'd, I'd feel better. And I'd have that last link to just lift me up, you know, lift me up to the seven figure, eight figure, whatever mark that it is you're looking for. And your, your nutrition and fitness is really holding you back there. And when I saw that that was really missing and that the big companies out there are addressing it from like, take this shake or do this thing. I'm like, sure. that's none of it addresses the the root core. Just like you've learned in your business, like you manifest through your mouth. And sometimes your business is controlled by things that like are from your past. Mm-hmm. So is your diet. Yeah. So when I realized that's what I do personally for myself, I was like, I need to start doing this for other people. Like mm-hmm. if I can literally weigh around the same amount as long as I'm not pregnant for, I don't know, 15 years now. And I eat what I want and I drink margaritas and I enjoy it. Absolutely. Everybody can, but they have to change that part of them. Right. So that's kind of why I started. Yeah. Um, One thing you mentioned that just kind of make me, made me giggle is when you were just saying that, you know, things from your past, you know, can affect your future. And I was talking to a friend recently of how we're just so annoyed that any traumas from, you know, when you're younger or whatever, like still continue to play a role in your life. And you're like, I thought I healed that. Or like, I, I swear I go to therapy, you know, and it just manifests in the ways that it does. Um, but yeah, for your, for your mental health, for your longevity, it's, it's addressing all of those things. And, and sometimes it definitely manifests with, with food and energy and all of that for sure. What is um, your 
favorite thing about working for yourself? And I guess for you, it'd be not only just working for yourself, but also like leaving the military and then also leaving that world and then also working for yourself too. Yeah. So leaving the military, I always swore I'd dye my hair pink and then I went in the reserves. And then when I got out of the reserves, it went over. I was like, well, now I have a kid. So should I dye it pink? Yeah, I'm still do. waiting for the day do to it. dye it pink. Do know, it. Right? <laughs> right. Just dye it pink. I swore I was going to do it. And then it was, okay, I could get my nails done. And then I had kids and I really needed nails to actually like open things. So sure. I, I stopped doing that so I could open small containers. <laughs> um, anyways, so I wouldn't need a scissors every right, time. Right. So sad, but true. Um, so I think from leaving the military world, the, the best thing about going into business for myself is that um, I can wear my hair down. Okay. Because, yeah. yeah. you know, it had to be restricted or sure. cut short to be worn down. And I don't right. wear short hair. So that would be that. And then I would say from perspective of being in business on my own, it's the ability to build my own day. Yeah. Like I have no problem with doing some things later at night or on a Saturday morning, but like tomorrow, no Thursday, I'm planning on kicking out on myself and being able to, you know, go to a, get a massage in the middle yeah. of the day. Yeah. If I did that at work, I'd have to take like three hours off, you know, time <laughs> right. to drive there, time to be there, time to leave. Right. Yeah. So it's gorgeous. Like, I would say that, that ability to like, I'm going to put this in, in my day because I deserve it. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I love that. I started yesterday, Monday and I was struggling. I could not get anything going, but I didn't even start work until probably noon. And it was a battle of like, shame on you. You should have started earlier. And then I was like, you know what? I own this damn thing and I'm going to start whenever I want to. <laughs> so, right. Having that like freedom to you know, work your life the way you want to is definitely something I can agree with. Yeah. Absolutely. Agreed. Yeah. So, okay. Let's jump into one of my favorite rounds, which is the speed round where we get to learn a little bit more um, about you. So the first question I have for you, what is a silly like fitness, like exercise or diet trend that you think is goofy, but you still like secretly kind of like it? Pole dancing. Pole dancing. Yeah. I love it. I have a pole in my other room, but I, I'm like, I can't bring that out. One, my kids will play with it. Two, should they know I like to pole dance? <laughs> I love that. I've seen so many videos of there's here in Denver. There's a couple like pole dancing like classes and I'm like, should I? Or. Oh yeah. You totally should. It is I know it's gonna so rock much me. fun. I love yeah. it. I know it's so fun and you'll be so sore, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> muscle groups you're not used to used to using. So that's awesome. Okay. So thinking about all the things you do in a week for your business, for your life, for your family and stuff, what would you do if you had 10 hours back in your week for yourself? If I had 10 hours, I would sleep more. And probably, I'd probably throw in some more meditation and yoga. Those sure. are the three things that I cut short all the time. Okay. Got to cut sleep here. Okay. I don't have enough time today. Throw the meditation to tomorrow, throw the yoga to tomorrow. So I would say those top three things. Yeah, those are good. Those are good ones. Um, what is, and, and maybe it's kind of these, maybe the ones that you just mentioned, but what is one of your go-to like guilty pleasures for relaxing after a long week or a long day? 
It's a good one. I would say it's actually reading a really good book, like in bed, really good book, glass of wine, piece of chocolate, kids asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. What, um, what books are you reading right now? Uh, the current book I'm reading is called conversations with God. Mm. Uh, it's actually a really good one. It's not actually like you would actually think it's like, okay, which religion wrote it? It sure. actually destroys some of your beliefs. And I was raised Catholic yeah. and it's been very helpful to read, to see a new opinion. Um, the other one I'm also reading is Power Versus Force, um, which is like the levels of consciousness. And then the other one I'm reading is uh, Working With The Law. So I kind of go between those three, depending on which like vibe I'm in. Sure. Um, every once in a while, when I have enough time for myself, I'm also reading a book called Existential Kink, um, which is also another one of those weird ways to like get into the like, we actually do like to torture ourselves in a way kind of thing. Um, so I'm kind of all over the place, but it depends on my mood um, yeah. on which, which Leslie wants to come out. Like I really want to learn or I really want to, I just want to like dive deep into myself kind of thing. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. So for anyone who is listening and they're like, Leslie, please help me with my life. <laughs> Where can they find you? Where can they learn more about you? Of course. Yeah. So I have my website. It's leslieurbis.com. Um, that's the easiest way to find me. I also run a Facebook group that's called Weight Loss and Wellbeing for High Performers. Um, everybody's like, does that mean I have to be an athlete? No, it just means <laughs> that you have to be committed to wanting to change yourself. Sure. Um, and then last but not least, they can always, you know, reach me at my email address, Leslie at leslieurbis.com. Um, I'm on every platform. If you Google my name, I mean, I'm the sure. only one out there, but sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show. I learned a bunch and I'm one of those people who are like, Leslie, please help me with my life. <laughs> and I'm excited to chat with you and connect more. Thanks for joining. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you. And for everyone else who's listening to Savvy Booked and Blessed, if you are a six to seven figure female entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit podcast.prosavvyas.com slash podcast dash guest. If you got something out of this interview and you would like to share on social media, share away, add it to your stories, make a reel about it, whatever you want to do, but definitely make sure that you tag um, me and Leslie in the post. We love seeing your posts and suggestions. We're regularly putting on new episodes and content. So to make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up and ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. So thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Savvy Booked and Blessed. If you are a successful six to seven figure female entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit podcast.prosavvyas.com dash podcast slash guest. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot on your phone and text it to your friend or post it on the socials. If you know of someone that would be a great guest, go ahead and tag them in social media and let them know about the show and include hashtag Savvy, Book, and Blessed. I love seeing your posts and I love your guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss out on any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. 
give your thumbs up ratings and reviews. We definitely go a long way to help promote the show. It means a lot to me and my team. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.